It's Thursday morning. We're, well, some places not too bad temperature-wise. We stay above zero here in the Eau Claire area, but uh, where it cleared out in some places up north, it's cold this morning. Medford's 11 below, Tomahawk 16 below, Phillips 18 below, but again, right here, not too bad. We're about seven above right now in Eau Claire. We got chores to do on a Thursday morning, and I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and hey, I'm going to start you off with a little quiz. Do these names mean anything to you? Onizuka, McAuliffe, Jarvis, Resnick, Smith, Scobie, and McNair. <laughs> Not rattled off like that, Tough they one. don't. Who are they? Well, I rattle them off quickly because it's kind of a sad day in our history. 35 years ago when the Challenger went down. Oh, okay. When you said Scobie, yep. I, uh, yeah. That's what I yep. was thinking, but I didn't know if that was it. Yeah, and, what a day! Yeah, another day. I've been in Hawaii and in the Punchbowl Crater, where a lot of the World War II soldiers that uh, lost their life or gave their life for us in the Pacific Theater, uh, Onizuka, the uh, Hawaiian astronaut, mm-hmm. is buried there, and kind of a place of honor. There are no great big headstones; they're all flat on the ground. But uh, he is buried there. Yeah, I remember that watching that. That. I don't know if that was more yep. shocking watching that or watching 2000, 9-11. I don't know which one yeah, was the most surprising, uh, yeah, watching yeah. that on TV. And, you know, I think maybe uh, the TV with 9-11, I mean, you knew what was happening when you saw it because it was all re- reboots. But uh, that second plane going into the second tower was, I thought it was a rerun, but it was live. So, absolutely. Yeah, those are absolutely. Two, seeing those things. two shocks on TV that were hard to watch. Yeah, virtually live on television, that's one thing. And I've got yeah. people close to me who actually saw the explosion 35 years ago. And it's one of those times, again, that you can remember exactly where you were when you saw it and heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Krista McAuliffe, that teacher that went up, what I mean, uh, just, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a that was a sad day, that is for sure. So 35 yep. years ago today, huh? Yeah, you're getting older. Boy, I guess so. I was only about 35 at that time when it happened. So. You think about that. <laughs> you do. We are getting older. And uh, somebody said on a Facebook post, I didn't think getting old happened that fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it 35 does. 35 years ago. I must have been in junior high or grade school yet. Yeah, it's possible. I know. Uh, it no, was, no you were out of that. You were, what are you talking about? You've been out a long time. I'm going to start thinking about that. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, as far as our farm news, China is buying from us. Spring, Some of the yep. spring planting estimates are coming out. We'll take a look at that. And uh, some good news for farm borrowers from the uh, Farm Service Agency. Get a little reprieve. We'll talk about that Absolutely. as well. So uh, you put the finishing touches on all that stuff, and we'll get back to you after the top of the hour. Sounds good. There goes Scott. Hey, we want to tell you about that weather right now brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Don't forget their winterization package available now, and that includes a coolant protection level test, front and rear caliper service, starting and charging system check in your car, and a multi-point vehicle inspection offer is $99.99. Find out all the details at marquardtmotors.com. And partly sunny day again today. High should be, oh, probably upper teens is where we're going to end up. And then cloudy tomorrow with a high about 26. And over the weekend, it'll be cloudy with some snow coming in through the weekend. I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to tie anybody up. 
but uh, be aware that it's uh, probably going to accumulate a couple, three inches. Maybe we'll find out exactly from Kelly a little bit later on. Then Monday and Tuesday, back to partly sunny and back into the low 30s as we're getting into February. It won't be long. What, next week one day? I think it's. Uh, we'll see what the groundhog has to say. Right now it's uh, 7 degrees in Eau Claire, as we said. The coldest spot we found this morning, Phillips, 18 below. And I'm sure down in some of the valleys and the hollers where it cleared out a little bit, it's probably colder than that. But again, 7 right now, we'll probably get 18 or 19 today as we... Uh, go along but uh, we got a lot of chores to do we're going to get at it coming up right here on a thursday morning at wax seven degrees about 19 the high today under partly sunny skies this is 104.5 fm waxx eau claire let's get to some of the news of the morning shall we a winter storm dropped more than a foot of snow in the plains and midwest yesterday and more is on the way Nebraska and Iowa got a foot or more of snow in some areas, while 10 inches was reported in parts of Wisconsin and more than 6 inches piled up in the Chicago area. In the Sierra Nevada mountains along the California-Nevada line, the forecast calls for as much as 6 feet of snow and winds gusting over 100 miles an hour above Lake Tahoe. The National Weather Service says as much as 10 to 15 inches of rain could fall along the central California coast from Monterey to Santa Barbara over the next three days. The CDC is projecting tens of thousands more coronavirus deaths in the U.S. over the next few weeks. Brian Shook reports. The agency's latest ensemble forecast shows the death toll could be as high as 514,000 by February 20th. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky explained during a briefing that now is the time to stay vigilant as case rates are still extraordinarily high. So far, over 428,000 Americans have died from the respiratory illness. It's by far the highest in the world. I'm Brian Shook. Former President Donald Trump may write a letter in his defense in the upcoming Senate impeachment trial. NBC News reports that Trump is contemplating the move as he expands his legal team. It's unknown what that potential letter would say. The report also claims Trump is not planning to appear in person at the trial, which is set to begin the week of February 8th. The Cannes Film Festival has been postponed until July. Tom Roberts explains. The world-famous annual event held in France was scheduled for May, but it will now be held from July 6th through the 17th because of the pandemic. This brings it closer to its competitor, the Venice Film Festival, which is scheduled to begin September 1st. Cannes did cancel the festival last year, but is keeping an eye on the global health situation this time around in hopes of making it work. I'm Tom Roberts. And Netflix reports the period drama Bridgerton is its most watched series ever. The platform says it's been watched by 82 million households around the world in its first 28 days. I'm Mark Mayfield. Well, we didn't get 10 inches, we didn't get a foot, and uh, we're not going to. We'll update our weather forecast here on Wax. We'll do that. It's three and a half minutes after five. The world's going crazy, but we are by your side. At Auto King, we'll help you find that perfect ride. Just come on down to Birch Street in Eau Claire to find the best trade-in deals anywhere. Have no fear, Auto King is here.
It's time for new beginnings. Looking for ways to help day-to-day life flow a little easier that also save you time and money? Get a clean start with laundry sets from Amundsen's Appliance, now on sale, in stock and ready for delivery. With four stores serving Northwest Wisconsin, stop at the Amundsen's Appliance location that is most convenient for you. We sell it, we service it. Rice Lake, Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, and now open in Hayward. Or shop online at Amundsen'sAppliance.com. Amundsen's. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Three generations of continuous care. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, our weather really pretty quiet. Another quiet day today, partly sunny, high about 19, about what we've been having the last few days. Tomorrow, cloudy, 26. Over the weekend, it's going to be cloudy. We're going to have some precipitation. Hopefully, it's all going to be snow, and I don't think it's going to be all that much, to tell you the truth. Low 30s, the high on Saturday and Sunday. Low 30s on Monday and Tuesday, but then some sun should come back. So pretty quiet weather around here. But in some places, it did clear out and it did get cold overnight. Rice Lake is 6 above. Medford's 11 below. Wausau, 3 below. Marshfield, 5 above. In La Crosse, it's 9 right now. Green Bay is 2. It's 6 below down in the Madison Sun Prairie area. So nice, cool weather to get out and shovel their 9 or 10 inches of snow away. Milwaukee, it's 11 right now, and it's 7 degrees now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We'll take a look at the markets, see what they did yesterday. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It was a cold winter's morn when I awoke, sipping my coffee. It was then that she spoke. Will you start my car? She said with a smirk. I have to get ready so I'm not late for work. I mumbled and grumbled and said with a groan. It's 20 below. Go start your own. It was then that I received the most evil of looks, the likes of which I'd only read about in books. So I muttered choice words that she couldn't hear, put on my boots and said, Yes, dear. The windows iced over. The doors were froze shut. And to top it all off, I fell flat on my butt. So after all that, I made my way back inside, where I placed a call to take care of her ride. A remote start. Yay, that's what she'll need. I'll call Auto Trim of Eau Claire. They can do the deed. Now every morning I get smiles, not glares, because she can start her own car without going downstairs. Auto Trim of Eau Claire. They do the fun stuff. Melby Street, Eau Claire. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I don't know who wrote that spot for auto trim that uh, our buddy Lucas does, but uh, man, oh man, that uh, that never gets old. I always enjoy that spot, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's quite a deal. <laughs> yeah, and he does. Uh, he's a, he's a, what, is, what do they call people in the, a thespian. He's a thespian, so he's in the theater. It does a lot of theater and singing and stuff, so he pulls it off pretty good. But I like oh. that. 
Okay. Is that what that means? Because yeah. they called me one time and I threw the guy to the ground. I, they don't, think, I don't think they mistook you for a thespian. So, <laughs> <laughs> A lot of other things, but not a thespian. Yeah. All right, eight yeah. minutes after five o'clock, Rural Mutual Insurance uh, bringing us our market information. Where are we at with the livestock? Fed beef steers are at a dollar and three quarters to one eleven and a half. Mix selling ninety two and a half to ninety eight and a half. Fed beef heifers one fifty to one ten and a quarter with a mix ninety four to ninety eight. Fed Holstein steers ninety one to ninety six with a select and choice sixty two to ninety. Cows are at forty to fifty two and a half with top selling fifty to seventy two and a half and bulls seventy seven to eighty six. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at thirty five and down, sows thirty five to thirty eight, boars at ten and down. Market lambs are at one ninety seven and a half and feeder lambs two fifty to three seventy. Thank you, sir. We'll get some farm news for me in a couple of minutes, okay? Sounds good. All right. We'll let him uh, gather all that information up, and we'll tell you about the rest of the markets. At the Mercantile Exchange, cattle futures traded lower yesterday, uh, or traded traded uh, lower. Yeah, everything was lower when I double-check here. Live cattle, feeder cattle, and uh, all hog contracts except one. So let's take a look. February live cattle, 116.45, down 55. April. At 122.62, that was down 47. June cattle down 42 at 119.05. And August down 47 at 118.52. Feeder cattle, March 140.07, down $1.40. April at 143.07, down $1.20. May cattle, 144.87, down $1.07. And August at 152.20, down 45. Lean hog carcass contracts, the only up arrow on the February contract, 7057, that was up 12. And then April closed at one at uh, 7630, down 65. May at 8085, down 67. And June hogs, 8735, down 57. And on the board of trade, uh, another big update yesterday with the Chinese buying corn, buying some beans and uh, tight supplies. But then just a little bit of a give back after those Wednesday higher prices, some contract highs for March. But this morning, March corn did fall down two cents to 531. The oats down a penny at 351. March wheat down 13 at 645. March soybeans down 7, 1367. And the meal prices down $2.10 a ton at $434.50. Dairy products unchanged. Barrels a dollar forty. Blocks one fifty nine and a quarter. Butter a dollar twenty eight. Class three were first three months here a little bit higher, but uh, not making up any of the losses of the last six eight nine days. January up one at sixteen fourteen. February up fifteen at fifteen fifty two. March up nine cents sixteen sixty five. April down a nickel at sixteen seventy six. May was up six at sixteen ninety one. And prices were actually. Mostly higher, a little bit, out through November. So that's where the market is brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Seven degrees right now. We'll get about 19 today in a partly sunny day. You have some experience as a mechanic or service technician, and you're ready for more. Tractor Central is ready to invest in you. 
John Deere's Accelerated Technician Training Program expands on your knowledge with industry-leading training in a shorter period of time. Through a combination of web-based and instructor-led courses, you'll graduate in months, not years, while working full-time as a technician at Tractor Central. Ready to learn more? Check out current openings at TractorCentral.com and click on Careers. It's a John Deere day. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We'll give you some of the numbers as far as China's purchases of corn just this week and uh, also some ethanol. So they're buying. I don't know if they want to get on the good side of President Biden or what, but we'll give you some numbers. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride, and they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, and Scott is with us again to take a look at some of our farm news. What's going on? China is in a buying mood, and they're buying from the United States. This week, the Chinese made their biggest corn buy from us in the past six months, just over 80 million bushels. But that's not all. The Chinese have also made their largest ever ethanol purchase from the United States, 200 million gallons during the first six months of 2021. The last time China came close to buying that much ethanol from us was in 2017 when they bought 198 million gallons. This new buy would make China one of the three largest buyers of U.S. ethanol, and ethanol industry leaders are hopeful China will buy more of our ethanol during the second half of the year. The proposed rule governing 2021 biofuel and 2022 biodiesel levels under the renewable fuel standards has been withdrawn from the Office of, budget, of Management and Budget for review. That rule has been at OMB since May, and the proposed levels were supposed to be decided by December, and the rule finalized by June. But because it didn't get done, the Biden administration is reviewing any uncompleted regulations from the Trump administration. And hard to think about, but spring planting will soon be going on in some of our southern states. So many of the commodity organizations are asking farmers what they're going to plant this spring and how many acres. IHA Market Consultants is expecting farmers to plant 92.24 million corn acres this year. That would be about 3.4 million more than in 2020. They predict that will lead to yields of 15.66 billion 
billion bushels. They also expect farmers to plant just over 90 million acres of soybeans, up almost 7 million acres from last year. Their uh, early soybean yield estimates are a record 4.638 billion bushels. IHS market also expects wheat acres to be up and cotton plantings to be down by about 570,000 acres. Well, we've got uh, February. They start planting corn in Texas in February, so uh, yep. it's not that far away. We're almost there. And, of course, uh, some things going on in the county. You were talking to uh, a forester yesterday, and they got their annual yep. meetings coming up virtually. Ryan Peasley, our DNR forester, does our egg and conservation show with yeah. us on Sunday mornings, was telling me that on January 30th, that's this weekend, February 6th and February 13th, the Wisconsin Woodland Owners Association will be having their annual Winter Woodland Owner Conference. That's a three-part thing, the 30th, February 6th, and February 13th. Get to their website, the Wisconsin Woodland Owners Association, and get registered by tomorrow. All right. Good enough. We'll talk to you in a little while. All right. There you go. That's Scott. And also, talking calendar, don't forget the Monopoly on Meat sessions put on by the Wisconsin Farmers Union do continue, and they will continue today. Cooperative and community solutions to the meat processing situation we have in uh, not only the state, but across the country. And again, that's through the Wisconsin Farmers Union. And also the uh, third and final night of the uh, beef producer meetings put on by the Extension Services in uh, Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin tonight from 7 to 8.30. Among the speakers tonight will be uh, Dr. Brenda Botell from over at the UW River Falls. And uh, she's going to be talking about the 2021 market outlook for livestock so you can get on the uh, web and do that 20 minutes after five here at wax what's up next we're going to talk about the ppp the next round of the payroll protection program right here on wax health and happiness for your family your farm and your cows are probably on your mind these days let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own and the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating and now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends they feed your animals like they are their own call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation or go to Starblends.com that's Starblends Blends.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. You know, this was a recent conversation on my family's farm. We were gathered around the computer and getting help from local experts. The next round of the Paycheck Protection Program. How does it work in agriculture? Do you apply? And Josh, you had the chance to sit down with all these experts to talk about this, get us some logistics, because it can be kind of confusing. <laughs> Caitlin, the, the antidote that you just said, it sounds like that situation is playing out in living rooms all across Wisconsin on family farms. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And that's why I caught up with Rose Oswald Pohl. She is the president of the Wisconsin Bankers Association because it does get really, really confusing. If you think back to last spring when the first ever COVID stimulus package was rolled out, the Paycheck Protection Program was one of the things in that package, but it was just so quick and everything happened so fast. There were so many questions. 
what can I do? What can I not do? How can I get the money? And it, it was just a different procedure for farms because they were working with the SBA as opposed to the USDA. So I asked polls what some of the things that we need to know this time around that didn't happen in the last round. Well, there has been a change for farmers that is beneficial if you are a sole proprietor, independent contractor, or a self-employed individual, um, where if you um, had tried to apply before, the law changed, so they are now going to calculate your maximum loan amount for a PPP loan based off of your Schedule F Line 9 gross income rather than what it had been the case, which was basically your net profit. So for many farmers, that meant their net profit was actually zero or a negative number last time because of the way perhaps if they had a, a large equipment purchase that was still depreciating through their financial statements over the years that caused them to end up with a negative number at the bottom of their Schedule F. So this is a po very positive change for farmers who, again, either were not able to apply last year because of uh, the, the use of Line 34 um, as a net number to calculate your loan amount, or who maybe applied but got less than what they could have been able to had Line 9 been the number that was uh, used to calculate this figure in the first place. So there's some expanded opportunity, but the key really is that you have to have been a sole proprietor, independent contractor, or otherwise self-employed individual farmer. Hmm. Right, because for for you guys at the WBA last year, I think we were all kind of uh, together trying to figure out what what you could do, what you couldn't do. What, what you just described was that one of the biggest issues that farmers were having with PPP. It was yes. Um, we just learning and talking to various lenders across the state. You know, obviously, farm equipment is very expensive, and so when you depreciate that through your income statement each year, it does have a negative effect on your bottom line um, for a number of years until that's a fully depreciated off, and probably by that point you're buying a new piece of farm equipment. So, um, you know, that really, compared to other sort of small business sole proprietors that are not farmers, that was one of the biggest hindrances to allowing them to either get as much money as they had hoped they would qualify for or to not even eligible for a loan to begin with we always say ppp loan it is technically a loan but if you follow the guidelines and you fall within the parameters set by the sba that loan is forgiven correct yes that is correct um so you know if you have employees um it's a little different formula than if you're a farmer that does not have employees so if you have employees you need to spend at least 60 percent of your ppp loan on payroll costs and there are, you know, a bunch of definitions that what, in terms of what makes up payroll costs. But the most obvious ones are certainly the wages you pay to your employees as well as payroll taxes tied to those wages, any health benefits that you provide, um, and some other benefits, uh, costs as well, dental, life insurance. And then 40% of your PPP loan amount could be used for non-payroll costs that were identified in the law. And there was some expansion of categories for what qualifies now, um, as well as the same three sets of categories in terms of what qualifies for non-payroll costs last year. I do apologize if this is an impossible question to answer, but what would be the high end of what a Wisconsin farmer could receive through PPP, and then what would be kind of the lower end of what a farmer would get through PPP? Well, you, so if you're, if I Stay with the scenario of a sole proprietor farmer. Um, you're really looking at your line nine 
divided by 12 times two and a half. So it's about two and a half months worth of what your gross income is for a farmer that is a sole proprietor or self-employed. Um, you know, depending on if you're a farmer with employees, you know, you have payroll costs um, that, you know, I, I don't even know how to anticipate, you know, how much that costs. I think it really depends on the size of your farm operation. But you are allowed, you know, again, to get basically two and a half months worth of payroll um, as, uh, well, payroll and other non-payroll eligible expenses um, are able to be included in this. But the, the formula is still really driven off of two and a half times your average monthly payroll. Rose Oswald Poles, the president of the Wisconsin Bankers Association, is along with us right now. Rose, thanks for kind of refreshing our memory here. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Well, and, you know, a lot of people, it is hard to refresh yourself with what happened six months ago. So, it, yeah, it is. yeah I, I'm lucky to remember what happened yesterday, let alone six months ago, you know. <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's go ahead and switch the conversation to lenders. So if I'm a farmer and I'm looking for a lender, do you suggest I stick with somebody that I know or, you know, maybe try and give it another go around with somebody else? What should I be looking for in a lender? Yeah, I would still really encourage all bank, all borrowers to talk with their local bankers. Um, you know, we had almost every bank in the state participated in PPP loans last year. And so we've developed a lot of unique expertise and knowledge about the process and importantly about the forgiveness phase of the process that you can leverage when you have these conversations. There are some new entrants that are coming into this space seeing an opportunity, but I really do discourage people from trying to talk to what I would call non-bank lenders, non-traditional lenders. I would stick with your, your local bank. You, you know, get a lot of good advice from them. They're trusted resources. They're regulated by the federal government, so I would continue to have those conversations with your local banker. And then going off of that, you know, it, it's sad, but I'm not surprised one bit. There's a lot of scams. There's a lot of fraud going on out there. Uh, how can farmers avoid falling into that trap? Yeah, there's definitely a, an increase yet again uh, with this round now being open of people trying to, you know, send you emails or other types of even direct marketing uh, mail that says, hey, you know, we're going to guarantee you a PPP loan, you know, click on this link, give us all your information. You know, the, the local banks are not going to act in that manner. You know, you, they're going to want to have a phone conversation, maybe even an in-person conversation with you and go through the application and your documentation you have to provide. So we're not going to solicit you in that type of a manner at all to submit your information that way. You certainly might get email communications from your local bankers saying, hey, you know, the PPP is back again and contact us if you're interested. But um, I would definitely be wary of, of emails in particular or social media messages you get from sources you don't recognize. So be careful. The PPP, the next round, is available. But again, the Wisconsin Bankers Association, you know, make sure you know who you're dealing with. There are a lot of fly-by-night operations. Every time something comes up, there are these guys that, I don't know why they don't go out and get a decent job, but <laughs> they don't. They want to scam you. Hey, we'll, uh, we'll get some markets. It's 29 and a half after 5. Rocky's up next from Premier Livestock in Withy. Looking for a new career opportunity in the world of manufacturing? Phillips Medicize has full-time employment opportunities for entry-level manufacturing operators in Medford, Wisconsin. 
We have immediate openings on second, third, and 12-hour shifts in our temperature-controlled work environment. Make up to $18.04 an hour with shift premiums. We also have openings for skilled technicians on multiple shifts. At Phillips Medicize, our focus is the safety and well-being of our team. Join us today and apply online at phillipsmedicize.com. That's phillipsmedicize.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5.30 in the morning exactly if you want to set your timepiece. And uh, Rocky Olson joins us from Premier Livestock over in the Withy area. Morning, Rocky. Good morning. Well, have you checked the sky? Has it cleared out in Lublin? How cold did you look? Uh, two degrees. Oh, morning. that's not bad. That's not bad. We'll have more sunshine and a nice day in the upper 1920, something like that. So... Good day to get out and look at cattle. That's right. That's what I'll be doing. All right. Well, that's good. Well, you look at them, and then they bring them into the sale barn. So how they sold so far? It's Thursday already. You betcha. Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction went. Uh, we had right at 200 headed dairy cattle. Uh, market was very good yesterday, although that you could sense a little hesitation with everything going on. It was a little bit lower, but not bad. Uh, we sold lots of uh, reputation cattle for reputation sellers. We had a local uh, tie stall herd. Uh, top fresh Holstein cows brought 1,700 to 2,300. Uh, we had many other decent cows bring 11 and a quarter to 1,675. Top Holstein spring and heifers, 1,100 to 1,650. Top uh, Holstein breeding bull was a registered bull, proven breeder. Uh, he brought $1,850. Lesser quality cows and spring and heifers, 1,100 and down. Next week, uh, uh, Wednesday, we got another dairy cattle auction with several loads of top fresh parlor freestall cows. Uh, we also have a super, super fancy load of spring and heifers, the very best spring and heifers that we sell at Premier. Uh, they're coming from Bear Wolf Dairies. Also next week, uh, Tuesday, is going to be our special feeder cattle uh, bread stock cow auction. We're expecting six to 800 head for that sale next Tuesday. Call in those consignments. Uh, here's the general recap for the week at Premier. On the Fed cattle, High choice and prime Holstein steers, 88 to 98. Choice B steers and heifers, 98 to $1.350. Most uh, market cows sold from 45 to 56. High yielding market cows from 57 to 70. Market bulls, mostly 75 to 85. With those higher yielding heavyweight bulls from 86 to 95. Organic market cows uh, sold on Monday. Uh, higher yielding cows, 70 to 90. Calf market this week was a little bit lower. Most of the Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 120. Beef calves, 150 to 295. Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 40. Uh, also take note, we're having our upcoming farm equipment auction on March 19th, taking in your consignments daily. Uh, questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com, and that's how it's shaping up, Bob. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, sir. Well, you uh, enjoy the day. Safe travels, and we'll uh, visit with you soon. Catch you up later. Thank All you. All right. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And we're going to check our weather with Kelly Slifka here in just a minute or two. But uh, got a note from Compere Financial, and they've added a local person to the uh, board of directors of Compere Financial. Of course, Compere in Wisconsin, Illinois, and, uh, of course, Wisconsin headquarters down at Sun Prairie now. Ashley All from down at Maryland has been added, appointed to serve on the organization's board of directors, and uh, she will also serve on Compere Financial's Audit and Finance Committee. 
and her appointment fills a vacant position. She will stand for election this fall. And uh, down in the Maryland area, you might you might know what she's involved in. They're in the Christmas tree business. She and her brother on their third-generation Christmas tree farm. And she previously worked in the financial industry in Chicago, specializing in global-listed derivatives. Graduated of the uh, University of Michigan with a degree in economics. So a new member of the board of Compere Financial, Ashley All, from down in the Maryland area. And sounds like she is very qualified to be in that position with Compere Financial. Well, let's take a look at our weather. Boy, it's hard to believe January is almost over. You keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, but I don't think it's going to drop in January. We'll find out about early February. Kelly Slifka joins us right now. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Well, I'll tell you, it's been unbelievable January, and we're going to get out of this without much, huh? Yeah, it made it go uh, cruise right by, I think. Well, I guess so. Yeah, it looks like we do have some snow in the forecast, probably not until Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, but it doesn't look like a big storm system for us, maybe an inch or two here in the Chippewa Valley. As been the case all winter long, the storm track is going to be down to the south, so the heavier snows will probably fall across northern Illinois towards Chicago, and we'll be on the northern fringe of it. Meantime, we lucked out with some clouds moving in overnight, and that actually kept temperatures up a little bit, where we've had some clearing to the north and east over toward Ladysmith, Hayward, over toward Phillips. Temperatures well below zero this morning because of the clearing, but we're in those single numbers this morning. These clouds will be breaking up as we go in the afternoon hours, and that should allow us to warm up to about 19, 20 degrees. Thankfully, the clouds will roll in again tonight, and that will keep our temperatures up a little bit, dropping down to 8. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. A little bit milder, up to a 26 with a southerly wind. And Saturday, cloudy skies. We'll see some scattered snow showers developing, especially in the afternoon, but more likely Saturday night, and that's when we'll probably see maybe an inch or two. A lot of this will wind down by Sunday, but we'll be in the lower 30s this upcoming weekend. Right now in Eau Claire with overcast skies, 7 degrees. I'm Sky 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Boy, in some places cleared out this morning. It got cold. It didn't take much. You know, the, the, these clouds really keep temperatures up quite a bit from where they could have fallen. Our low actually occurred just after midnight, and that's right when the and when we got down to 2. Then the clouds moved in, and we've actually bumped up a little bit. Yeah, I saw, what, Tomahawk, Phillips, about 15 below zero this morning? Yeah, I saw somewhere maybe Phillips was yeah. 18 below, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, that's for sure. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka with us taking a look at our weather this morning here. On Wax, we're about uh, 24 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we've got uh, more news to take a look at and market information as well here on Wax. When you need a tractor, think LS from Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland. Synergy has the full line of value, premium, and utility compact tractors. Why choose LS from Synergy? Simple. LS tractors from Synergy come ready to use. Yep, every LS is work-ready. When you need a new subcompact tractor, look at the LS tractors from Synergy Co-op. You'll be glad you did. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have more farm news to take a look at, which we will do. But first of all, we've got some other news to take a look at. And uh, Scott's back with us. What else is going on? All eyes are on the state assembly today, and they're looking to see what Republican lawmakers might do about Governor Evers' mask requirements. The assembly is set to vote today on an override of the governor's latest emergency order, which includes the mask requirement. Republicans in the state Senate voted for the override on Tuesday. 
Republicans in the, say the idea is to rein in the governor, who they say has overstepped his bounds. Democrats and health officials argue that not having a mask mandate will result in more deaths. Eau Claire could have a mask requirement of its own in about two weeks. City leaders have scheduled a meeting for February 8th to talk about a local man mask mandate, and a vote is expected from the city council the next day. Eau Claire leaders have been clear that they will move ahead with a local mask requirement if Governor Evers' statewide mask mandate is struck down. The Wisconsin Department of Health yesterday reported more than 1,300 COVID-19 cases for the day. The number of confirmed positive cases in Wisconsin has topped 536,500. There were 34 additional deaths confirmed statewide, raising the total number of Wisconsin residents killed by the coronavirus to nearly 5,800. It's more expensive now to mine in the state of Wisconsin. The state's Department of Natural Resources yesterday approved new mining fees that will add as much as a half million dollars to the cost of many metal mining projects. The DNR said it's the first time Wisconsin has updated some of those fees since 1982. In addition to the new fees, there also are new rules aimed at limiting the scope of some mining projects. Wisconsin reopened for metallic mining in 2017. It could be 10 years in prison for a Kenosha man for his role in the city's nights of violence back in August. Federal prosecutors yesterday unveiled an indictment against 27-year-old Ashton Howard. Kenosha police say Howard knocked an officer unconscious with a brick during those riots that followed Jacob Blake's shooting. But prosecutors are moving ahead with obstructing law enforcement during civil disorders and possessing ammunition as a felony charges. The ammunition charges could land Howard in prison for 10 years. And Miller Park is, well, no longer Miller Park. Crews took down the signs at the ballpark yesterday. The new American Family Field signs went up immediately after. American Family Insurance bought the naming rights to the ballpark after Miller backed away from its longtime deal. The new name took effect on January 1st. And we're talking about planting a little bit before, Bob, looking ahead to spring a little. Well, pitchers and catchers are tentatively scheduled to report in a couple of weeks, you know. And the Brewers are scheduled to play their first spring training games February 27th down in Arizona. But Arizona officials are asking Major League Baseball to delay the start because of the coronavirus concerns, of course. And I was reading that baseball players and owners also, again, are in negotiations to determine what this coming season will look like yet. Boy, a lot, to, a lot of questions to answer yet about this things happening this spring. Boy, that is for sure. And uh, American Family, you know what I like? I had an idea. What I'd like What's to that? see done. Maybe I mentioned it to you already, but uh, I'd like to see him name the field, the actual playing field, oh. Hank Aaron Surface or Hank Aaron Playing Field or whatever, and That's and, right. and go all out. Name the first base dugout after Robin Yount, the Ryan Yount dugout and the third base dugout after Paul Molitor, the visitors dugout because he was a Hall of Famer with the Brewers, but he left and he came back as a visiting player, so honor some of those guys that have meant so much to Milwaukee baseball. So 
Absolutely, that's uh, that's a good yeah. thing. And maybe the good idea. the Bo- Warren Spahn bullpen or something like that. I don't know, but uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, what's the difference? Might as well do it. All right, sir. Yeah. We'll talk to you a little later on. All righty. There goes Scott, and uh, we'll get to our markets coming up. We uh, are limited today. We went to get the Baron and uh, the Sparta markets, and uh, on the screen where we're using Cordham said uh, these have been eliminated. So I don't know what that means, but we'll catch up with uh, Jerry Fitzgerald in a moment over at uh, the Stratford Barn. Another news item here, the new USDA leadership has announced that because of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, They are going to temporarily suspend past due debt collections and foreclosures for distressed borrowers under the Farm Storage Facility Loan and the Direct Farm Loan Programs. They have also decided to extend the deadlines for producers to respond to loan servicing actions, and they will also be more flexible with lenders to help the lenders better serve their customers that decision, they say, should help about 12,000 borrowers across the country, all being done through the Farm Service Agency. So if uh, you've had loans called or whatever the case may be, contact your FSA office and see if that applies to you. And as we said, uh, we normally go to Barron first, then Sparta, then Stratford. But we don't have Barron and Sparta, so we'll be going to the Equity Stratford Barn next with Jerry Fitzgerald. Gene's here from Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV. Gene, 2021 seems to be the year where everybody's going to be doing one thing again this year, camping with their families. Last year was a great way to stay safe with your family in the woods, in the middle of nowhere, or at the lake. There's some 2020 models and a bunch of 2021s on the lot right now, but I heard you have to reserve before they're gone because they're going quick. They are. It looks like we're going to have many more people enjoying RVing this summer. So we have a great selection right now, but I don't think it's going to last long. And if you already have a camper, you guys do something extra. You can service, you can add accessories. Absolutely. We offer a full service department, tons of accessories for your RV, and some great stuff to make your camping trip even more fun. A lot of people are wondering what to do with their stimulus check. Maybe use that towards a down payment and then get great financing because you can do that at Chilson RV as well. We offer great financing packages on all of our new and pre-owned RVs, so come see us today. Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV on Business 53 and online at ChilsonRV.com. Get ready to save half with half-off deals. A great way for you to get goods and services that you will love and you don't have to pay full price. Start saving this Friday, January 29th at 8.30 a.m. with Physicians Weight Loss Center's Lipogenics. Be ready with your credit or debit card and get ready to save with this week's half-off deals. For more details and to find out about all the savings, just go to 20inarowwax.com. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to what we got. And that means the Equity Stratford Report with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. Well, I'll tell you, we're doing okay. I uh, haven't really... Uh, gone outside yesterday, so I'm just going to trust my thermometer that says minus four, and we won't have to go out and <laughs> physically test it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty close, I think. Well, it's uh, Thursday. Get us caught up from Stratford. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start on the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, most of the beef steers and heifers.
dollars yesterday. Heavier, uh, heavier beef cattle, and they were selling mostly from eighty-eight to a dollar fifteen. Holstein feeder steers yesterday. The lightweight Holsteins, eighty-eight to one hundred seven. Heavier Holsteins are from seventy-five to ninety. In the fat cattle uh, portion of the auction yesterday, choice grading beef steers and heifers selling mostly from ninety-four to one hundred four. Choice grading Holstein steers uh, from eighty-four to ninety-three. High-yielding choice and strictly prime-grade Holsteins from 94 to 98. Select grading under finished cattle, 81 and below. Now, on the cow market yesterday, cows are on a strong trend this week, especially on the better-quality, higher-yielding cows. And on yesterday's sale, those were selling from 58 to 68, uh, with a top at 69. Uh, most of the cows uh, this week continue to sell from 43 to 57. Uh, those are your average cows. Thinner cows, plain carcass, light carcass cows, 41 and below. On the bull trade this week, your better-quality bulls, mostly from 73 to 83, uh, with a top at 85 and a half on the bulls. Lighter bulls, 70 and below. Calf market, uh, weaker on the bull calves this week. Uh, kind of a two-way deal on the calf market this week. Very strong on the beef calves, but uh, weaker on the Holsteins. And those 92, 130-pound Holstein bull calves yesterday, mostly from 40 to 115. Uh, heifer calves from 20 to 40. As I mentioned, very strong on those beef calves, uh, selling from 140 to 270 on yesterday's sale. Now, uh, as Bob mentioned, we're already at Thursday here, so our auction today starts at 11. Uh, 11 o'clock, we do start market cattle today. That includes cows, fat cattle, and bulls, baby calves to follow. Uh, just a note, our next uh, dairy sale will be next Tuesday. Our next hay auction also next Tuesday, as we're talking February 2nd already. And also, uh, we do have uh, uh, several lots of private uh, cattle for sale on a private treaty basis, dairy cattle. So check that out on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And our phone number is 715 687 4101. And Bob, uh, we won't have to worry about shoveling any snow. Just going to be a little nippy, a little nippy this morning. Yes, it will be a little bit chilly in spots, that's for sure. All right, well, you go out and uh, get that job done, and we'll talk to you later. Sounds good, Bob, and at least we don't have 18 below. Like, what did you say, <laughs> Phillips? Yeah, Phillips, Tomahawk area is pretty cold. We don't have 10 inches of snow like Madison. We're in heaven, man. Well, yeah, and it's uh, it, we can slide through January like this. But in the long term forecast yep. for February, doesn't really look not, like any real cold spells either. I don't no, think. No, not bad. At least not as of now. So we will enjoy it. Talk to you in the morning. You betcha, Bob. Thank you. There he goes, Mister Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Boost agriculture production in 2021 by optimizing operations with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the resources to identify energy efficiency upgrades and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Hi, this is Craig Toyson, and I'd like to invite you to visit the all-new Toyson Ford in Chippewa Falls. Just take Highway 29 East and exit at the Seymour Cray Boulevard. We have a large selection of both new and used vehicles that will meet your budget, and we have a state-of-the-art service department that will make servicing your vehicle easy and convenient. And utilize our service drive so you don't even have to go outside to enter or exit our dealership. For over 60 years, come see why people in the Chippewa Valley have found that you'll find a friend at Toyson's at Toyson Ford in Chippewa Falls. 
the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 10 minutes to 6 here at Wax. We go to tree livestock right now. Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bob. Well, what do you think about all this talk of uh, is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Green Bay Packer next year? He'll be a Green Bay Packer next year. I know, I know he will be. I know that crazy I talk. Just, what is, yes, how many years is left on his contract? Is it four or I think he's, two? I don't know. I think there's two and a third option, but I don't know if it's a team and a player. I don't know how that all contract works, but Whatever. he's under contract. Yeah, I, I mean, it's One ridiculous. more year. It's so stupid because if he if we let him leave, I'm sure the amount would kill us. So that's yep. not going to happen. And and love needs one more year of watching him. So we're going to be fine. Be, if they let if they let Aaron Rodgers go, that uh, attack on the Capitol a few weeks ago might look like a tea party compared compared to what might happen at Lambeau Field. Everybody's going to be in Green Bay. That's for sure. All Packer fans will be in Green Bay, that's for sure. So, yeah, I'm with you. I can't see there's going to be a different quarterback in Green Bay in the next couple of years. So, he'll be back. There's nothing to talk about right now in the news when it comes to the Packers, so you got to go with this, right? Yeah, they got to dream something up, that's for sure. Well, ma'am, what happened last night at the sale? All right. Thank you, Bob. I'll tell you all about it. Summing up the sale from Monday, January 25th, 27th, or Wednesday, January 27th at Shereen Livestock Market. In the Slotica Market, we tapped at 64 and a half with a consignment by Jeff Potter of Exlin. 81% of the cows flipped from 47 and higher. Market cows were 56 to 64. Low-yielding cows, 45 to 55. Thin and weak cows, 44 and lower. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 85 to 95 selects for 84 and down. For beef type steers and heifers choice, 88 to 99, selects for 86 and lower. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 65 to 75 with the utilities of 63 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves so from 50 to $94 per head. We tapped at $100, consigned by Jesse Durnstein of Thorpe. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $25 per head beef calf 75 to 270 per head in the hog market there was no test on the butchers sows were 31 to 58 boars were 17 and a half and below and it's still be monday february 1st we'll start with calves at 5 p.m if you have any questions or you'd like an on-farm visit give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127 and check us out on the web at tlmtharp.com for all the veteran livestock your family owns an upright market have a great day. You have a great day, too. Enjoy your walk, and we'll talk to you later on. Sounds good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over Train Livestock in Thorpe. Like most people this past year, you probably spent more time than ever in your home. Have you noticed smelly water? Is your water leaving stains? Does your water taste funny? Ring in the new year with better water. Contact the water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home analysis. No long-term contracts. Locally owned American-made products. Go online to Gibson's Water Care. Happy New Year. Gibson's Water
Let's get more markets from the sale barns over at Central Livestock. Zombroda, here's Pat Mikla. In the sheep and goat division, we had market lambs in. We had some new crop bringing up to $1.9750. We had lightweight feeder lambs, 50 to 70 pounds, from 250 to 370. 70 to 110 pounds brought from $2 to 290. We had slaughter use, utility and goods from 90 to $1.65. And looking at the goat division, we had small goats in 40 to 60 pounds, bringing 85 to $245. 70 to 90 pound goats were at 135 to 285. Larger goats, 90 to 225 pounds, brought from $3 to 415, with the nanny goats ranging from 250 to $345 per head. And at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had feeder pigs in up to 60 pounds, bringing 35 to $90 per head. 60 to 80 pound pigs brought from 47.50 to 57.50. 80 to 100 pounders brought 50 to 60 dollars. We had some pigs in 100 to 120 pounds at 72.50, and pigs that were over 120 pounds brought 77.50 per head. Synergy Cooperative, customer-owned, community-minded. Synergy's customers enjoy a wide variety of services, from C-stores with tire and automotive service, agricultural services including feed delivery or pickup at feed mills, to energy with propane delivery directly to you. Synergy Cooperative's customers receive superior customer service. Synergy Cooperative also strives for a strong and loyal presence in the communities they serve in northwest Wisconsin. Customer-owned, community-minded. That's Synergy Cooperative, here to serve you. Let's take a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. Board of Trade, a little give back after a good up day yesterday with the Chinese buying. March corn overnight down two at 531 this morning. The oats at 351. Wheat down 13 at 645. Soybeans march down 7 at 1367. Meal down 210 a ton, $434.50. Some of our country elevator prices at uh, Wheat and Grain, the Triple Falls Wheaton location today, cash corn 476. Soybeans 1308 over at Connersville, 474 in the corn, 1301 on the soybeans. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Corn at those elevators, 480 a bushel today. The soybeans 1325 on our DTN screen. Golden Plump, corn 494 at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 474 on the corn, $13 even on the beans. Down at Osseo, 480 on the corn, $13 for the soybeans. Out at Elk Mound, 476 corn, 1307 for the soybeans. Cash at Sparta today, 483 on the corn, 1304 on the beans. And over at Ellsworth, 466 for corn, $13 for the soybeans. Ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville and Stanley, 482, New Richmond, 480. Dairy products were unchanged. Barrel cheese, 140. Blocks, 159 and a quarter. Butter, $1.28. January class three up a penny at 1614. February up 15 at 1552. March up nine at 1665. April up a nickel at 1676. May up six at 1691. Quick check of our weather brought to you by Mark Wart Motors. Don't forget, you need service work done. Their service department opens 7 to 5.30s, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 8 to 3 for all your vehicle needs, including your 5,000-mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotation and vehicle inspection. Schedule it all at markwartmotors.com. Partly sunny today. High should be about 19, cloudy tomorrow, and maybe an inch or two of snow over the weekend. Right now, it's 7 degrees around the Eau Claire area. Wax 104.1.